What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of King's Code Radio, where we are a movement of men rising up as kings, kings unto the king of kings. Today, we are going to uh, jump over to a clip from a recent gathering that uh, I got to speak at. It was a King Camp 2021. And I've had the privilege of speaking for the last, I think, 10 years. Uh, this is uh, through my church. And uh, it's just always a, a privilege to be able to bring the word uh, to such an awesome group of men. Uh, in this clip, well, actually, during the whole deal, um, I spoke on the four pillars of kingship. And so I'm going to play a clip for you. Uh, I believe right about this this point, we had just come back from a breakout group where they were talking about um, an element of kingship inside of the Q4. And for those of you that have been following, the Q4 is the four quadrants of your realm. So that consists of faith, family, including marriage, uh, uh, production, business, work, career, finances, all that good stuff, and then health. And so they just got back talking about that. And we're going to pick up where where somebody asked a question about capacity. Um, ultimately, like how do you deposit daily in each one of those quadrants? What if one falls off? Uh, one one younger guy brought up, well, I'm okay letting health fall off if it means providing for my family. And that's what kind of sparked the whole thing. And then we dive into a little bit more on the pillar of kingship. So I'm just going to play a clip for you. And I hope uh, that it encourages you and brings you some insight as you move forward on your journey with God. God rising up as a king. That that's a, actually a really good point. Let me let me touch on that real quick because I definitely have thought about the one of the takeaways from one of the groups was out of the Q four. There's usually one, if not two, and you kind of have a, a pecking order of which ones you're going to allow to drop off first, typically. When when life gets a little bit more stressful, it might be easier to let health go. Um, you know, that includes sleep. Hey, I got stuff I got to do, so I'm going to sleep less. Um, you know, usually family and production tend to be the most consuming, um, as far as time goes. And it brought up a question for me when, when really going through this. And I was like, Lord, I feel like I can't take anything else on my plate right now. Like it is so full. And so we, we started talking about capacity, uh, inside of our lives and inside of the Q4 as far as if, if I need to take on more, and specifically if the Lord tells me to take on more, how do I do it? How do I have more, whether it's spiritual capacity, mental capacity, because, you know, you get to a point, your brain feels fried, right? I mean, it's just like, I'm done. And then you got vision. Is your vision too small? Is the promises too small? Skills and time. And they all have a capacity issue. And a lot of it I found is me getting in the way. <laughs> but I also found is sometimes there are certain t- elements of capacity that we have to just push through and allow the Lord to expand. But there's another part of this. And this comes back down to as you rise up as a king, this is where the shepherd part comes into play. Where is it really necessary for you to have one drop off? Now, I get life is, gets busy and it's hard to do a daily deposit in each one. But I found usually it comes up to what's going on between these two ears. Meaning, I have so much to do. Well, maybe you're supposed to say no to something. Oh, I got too much going on. Maybe you need to delegate something. And so you can still increase your capacity, but it doesn't all have to be you. 
There are tools, there are technology. Kit and I were talking about technology of how do you track this to make it, make it so at the end of the day, you can say, I won or I did not win compared to just winging it. I'm not going to get into today, but I've, I've had this for three years, this notebook. And what I do is a weekly, what I call the realm review. And I am reviewing that weekly to say, did I win this week? Did I not? What areas are starting to slip that I'm not seeing? Because again, I can justify to myself, well, it's hard, it's a rough week. Well, wait a minute. Wow, I skipped date night and I didn't have the green. And, and, and man, my time with God's gone down. I can visually see that now and go, I need to step it up. Something needs to change. Is it, is it a time and season thing where, hey, life is just busy and I got to push? Or is it something where I got to start saying no to things and take stuff off my plate? Because again, now this comes down to the kingship part, which is the fourth pillar in the kingship, whole, the whole thing is I, I got to be a king, but a servant king who knows how to serve, that knows how to manage, that knows how to protect and how to fight, but also now how to delegate, how to use that authority and say, hey, this is how it goes. Which uh, one of the elements of kingship is they are in charge of the welfare of the kingdom. Now, again, I, I want to stress, I'm not talking about the kingdom of God or kingdom of heaven. I'm just talking about your turf. When I say kingdom, I'm talking about your turf right now. So if you are the king under the king of kings, but you have your little kingdom you got to run, your realm, the things that God has put you in charge of, then you have to stop thinking about it the same way you were before. David looked at things totally different when he was king versus when he was just herding sheep. Because experience and because of things and because of growth, he had a different outlook and perspective now. And, and we will do that. So for those that it's easy to have one drop off, sometimes it's just a matter of perspective. Because if I am saying I am going to make sure that I first fruit my day and wake up early, and like I said, this is just a small piece to the roadmap that the Lord gave me. But if I'm doing this in a way, I should be able to hit all four. And if you remember three years ago, I actually showed you a way where you can hit all four before you even leave for work that day. So not enough time today, but there are ways, but it's just saying, what am I, how am I looking at this and how can I look at this differently? I have my own perspective. I got my own beliefs. I got my own experiences, but what does the Lord say and how I should accomplish this? Does that make sense? So it, it comes down to those things because I have found that often we, once again, get in our own way and create our own obstacles when it does not need to be that way. Which leads us into this last pillar of being a king in these four pillars of kingship. Is to actually rise up and say, I will be the king under the king of kings. So, in 2 Samuel 5.17, David becomes or is anointed king. He takes place, now he is taken physically the role of king. And the Philistines find out about it. And it says that the Philistines say, all right, let's go up and seek David. Not in a good way. And David, in his wisdom, inquires of the Lord and says, should we pursue? Are you going to give them into our hand? And the Lord's like, yeah, you got it. Then it happens again. And instead of David saying, well, it happened the first time, I'll just do the same thing again. He inquires of the Lord again. And the Lord gives him a different strategy for the same enemy. So get that. It's so easy to say, I don't need to inquire of the Lord. Why on earth would we not want to? 
And if we don't want to, it shows that there's something in here that still needs to be killed, done away with, ripped out, killed, crucified, whatever. Because what is it about us that, oh, I don't, wait a minute, I don't want to run to the Lord. Why? Something's there. Don't tolerate it. So he takes on the position of king, and, he, and because of these pillars that's been established in his life of, of, of shepherd and servant and, and warrior, and, and now as a king, he is able to execute the things that he needs to do because he knows how to do it. He didn't come out of the oven too soon. You know that analogy, if you put a chicken or a turkey in the oven and you take it out too soon, it's going to be raw in the middle. People are going to get sick. We don't want to be that. We don't want to be a raw chicken running around. We want to be fully cooked when we come out of the oven. So when we minister to people, it's good. It's not going to get people sick. So these pillars, think of that as a weird analogy, but think of it like those. if I have established these things, otherwise I could turn into that tyrant because I don't know how to serve and I'm not humble or, or I'm this king and I got this power, but yet I don't know how to manage. And now I'm getting mad at everybody else and blaming them. See what I'm saying? And go downhill quickly from there. So because of these four pillars, now he can rise up as a king, as David did, and get his strategy from God every time. And just to reiterate, Romans 5.17 says that we will rule in life as kings because of the grace of God. So this is available to take on this kingly position now to say, I will be that king unto the king of kings. And I will rule and reign. Now, we know kingship's about protection, exercising authority, and reclaiming territory. So the cool thing is, is again, going back to this, how am I protecting, right? That was one of the questions. And then, oh, wait a minute, new territory. What if something is really bad? Do I need to go and reclaim that territory? And maybe for some of you, you do. Maybe there's a quadrant where you've ignored it. Time to go reclaim that territory because it's already a part of your realm, it's already a part of your turf, and you're saying, oh, that one's not as important. But God yet has put you to manage that thing. That makes sense? It's a different way of thinking, but it's the reality of it. So you have to take the responsibility as king. When you say, I will rise up as a king, you have to take the responsibility of that king. Which means, hey, I got a choice. I can go to God or not. Often, if we are not running to the Lord and we start taking on weights, taking on responsibilities that God never called us to, burdens that God never called us to, t- trying to take on too much, capacity, and we, we get stressed. And it's this phase when you start getting, when the pressure is on. I'll tell you, I will tell you, I had a choice. When my wife walked out that door, I did not have to fight for her. I had a choice that I could just let it go and let it be done and be free from the pain and the annoyance and the constant, constant frustration and anger beyond anything. Oh my gosh. I had a choice. I could have done that. I could have said, you know what? Hey, I'll turn to things of the world. This is painful. I can go numb myself. I can go escape from this. That was an option. Not in my mind, but it was an option. 
Or I could say, I got to do this God's way and trust Him. You have that choice. So you have to take that responsibility and say, you know what? I'm not going to numb the pain when stress comes. When the pressures of life come, I'm not going to numb the pain. That was the one mistake. I mean, and and unfortunately, it's a big scar on David, you know, his reputation where when all the kings went to battle that one time, David decided not to go. But yet he was a man after God's own heart. And so we learn from that. We try not to make that. We hope we don't make that mistake. But even on the simplest of things, of when kings go out to war, he did not do what the king was supposed to do. And so you have to know what God's calling you to do in whatever season you may find yourself in. And even to the point of, of uh, even social media, the way it's designed to bring you in and addict you and release dopamine and you got to get your fix, all those things... You have a choice you got to take responsibility over. Do I really need to be scrolling through Facebook right now? Or do I not? Is this profitable or is it not? Am I needing a dopamine fix right now? If so, why? Ownership. Taking responsibility. Is this profitable to kingdom? Is this profitable to my turf? Is this glorifying to God? Because there's those things that really are not necessarily bad, but they can become bad. How many hours a day, a week, a month do we waste on fruitless things? A king also, because he's the one exercising authority. When when the enemy creeps in, when temptation rises up, when the flesh awakens a little bit, it is your responsibility to put that thing in check because you have the authority to do so. It's no one else's job or fault or responsibility, yours. So to say, you know what? I'm not going to give into that. I'm not, as, as uh, Romans uh, 6, 14 says, for sin shall not have dominion over you. Yeah, you know what? I'm rising up and I'm not going to let that have dominion over me. And that not only includes sin trying to get to me, but sin trying to get to my family. And the sins of others are not going to affect me because I'm saying No. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that and got something out of that. That was just a very small clip to a very full day of training. If you did enjoy that, I would greatly appreciate you taking the moment and leaving a review on this podcast so I know what you like and what you don't like, so I can continue to bring you further trainings uh, that's relevant to you to help you rise up as a king. Now, as always, you can find out more at thekingscode.com. You can find past episodes there as well, and we have some very exciting trains coming out very, very soon, and I can't wait to share it with you, but you'll have to wait till the next episode where I will dive into what that special training is. All right, guys, until next time, God bless.